0: now from the sunbury motors studio here's steve jones sunbury motors 4th street in sunbury sunbury motors kia Routes 11 and 15 in hummel's wharf great to have you with us today go to sunburymotors.com and when you do you'll have an opportunity to see a great line of ford lincoln hyundai kia and on top of that, an outstanding pre owned vehicle group. I mean, great, great stuff. Great stuff. And you can then, from the comfort of your own living room, buy online. All right. Saw the infamous flu food food poisoning game. Bad pizza. Marv Albert with the call on their play-by-play call today. Ten on the shot clock. making second. Here's Jordan. From the yes, Michael Jordan from straight away. And now he hits the second. Two tenths of a second remaining. The inbounds and the Chicago Bulls have defeated. The Utah Jazz to take a three games to two lead. They win it ninety to eighty eight. A courageous, classic performance by the flu-ridden Michael Jordan. Bad pizza, man. That's why when Matt and I get together, we only have good pizza.
1: Got that right.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed, good pizza. That's what we try to do. Try to get good pizza. All right. We believe with his iPhone, sitting in a bush adjacent to the field, was our Neil Kulon shooting 38 scintillating seconds of Ben Roethlisberger. Neil, welcome. Great to have you with us.
1: Uh, it, it's it's great to be here as always, but yes, I I got thirty seven seconds in, and thirty eight was pulling it away when security caught me, and I had to hightail it out of there.
0: Yeah. Uh, now this actually took place. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I don't know what that was. Uh, no, no, no. You know they 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 went after. You. I can understand that. You know, you know. Uh, but you were more than six feet away.
1: I uh, yeah, six six and a, six and an inch maybe. Yeah. somewhere in there. Probably about the body length. I'm now a social this, distancer. I'm, I'm following guidelines. this actually my unauthorized photos.
0: This actually took place in Pittsburgh, right?
1: Yeah. My understanding was uh, that the video, it said, well, the, the video, I guess it, it was on a plane. I, I don't know where they were at that point, but um, they met in Pittsburgh. And um, the training piece of it with, with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner took place at uh, uh, quaker valley high school which is yeah. in Swickley, which is where ben lives right, so yeah. my understanding was they they got together in pittsburgh and did you know the, the work out there and also uh, ben got his beard trimmed in Swickley as well so uh kind of a popular place on the main drag there in town so i i i, I assumed all of that happened in pittsburgh um uh, maybe i'm wrong about that but i, I thought they were here which is, it, it, it's interesting in the sense That they would stay here, I mean, usually um, The workouts that Ben would do Would be, you know, somewhere tropical Preferably by a golf course, you know, I don't know how much <laughs> Golfing James Conner, Judas Smith-Schuster Do, but in the past, that's always been The the, the big thing, when he, when he's taking The whole offense out, it's been somewhere uh, Down south, where Ben can Kind of stay close to his golf clubs and, and round Out his throwing game at the same time
0: Well, Swickley Country club.
1: club Yeah, I suppose that's true I I suppose think. that's true i i am not a golfer I can't tell you uh whether that's good or not um it's not oakmont but i, I I've heard that that's you know not a place not a bad place to go I, I live right by there too so there there's some locals that belong there that I know that they'll uh they speak well of it um <laughs> it's, as an upscale place which is not uh, something I hang out with all that much for <laughs> obvious reasons I mean, but they uh yeah, mean, well, you're, still, you're,
0: still, you're not a country club set guy so I mean let's you know
1: I mean, you're no, but I don't think anybody thought that
0: you're you're blue collar,
1: you know, (laughs) you're one of the guys, you know, the non country club white collar, (laughs) I guess you'd say, which is is to say, I don't do manual labor for a living. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's certainly not uh, a a great financial benefit to what I do for a living. Well, you know, if you're listening, pay attention to that.
0: (laughs) But you know what, though, Um, uh, and, and by the way. Uh, he got his hair cut and his beard trimmed. Guess who criticized it?
1: Oh, I, I could. <laughs> I need several hands to count the amount of people that will criticize him. Uh, uh, you Mike only, Tomlin?
0: No, no. It is Daily. Uh, it, Nick Wright. No, it is da- no Nick Wright. Possibly, Nick, yeah. <laughs> Nick, 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 right? For those who don't know, Nick writes on uh, is on Sirius XM. He's on um, Mad Dog Radio. Um, no, the governor.
1: Oh, really? I didn't yes. see
0: that. Yeah, the governor. Yeah, I the governor. Gover- have to. But uh, yeah. uh, he went to Norman's Cut Edge to get his hair cut yeah, and beard trimmed. Um, now Neil's driven past Norman's, <laughs> before. Uh, but yes. Uh, the governor said during his daily briefing, "My concern is a general concern. Anybody who puts himself or herself into harm's way is something that I think we should try to avoid." Uh, and so he didn't like the national publicity of it. Um, it's kind of a so,
1: quiet message. There is probably more. Don't you know? Don't pull it or don't uh, don't publicize this. If you're a professional athlete in the area in the state of Pennsylvania, don't make this public, and I won't have to say anything. But since you did, now I have to. And it, it's it, people seem really divided on the whole thing. And it, without going too deep into it, I'm going to guess that Ben Roethlisberger is not really on the you know the, the governor's side on this. Uh, I'm not surprised he did what he did. No. And I think the governor probably knows that and was compelled to respond because of it.
0: I mean, let's face it. I mean, Ben could have gone in with, you know, and just kind of trimmed it down or whatever on his own. He could have done that, but he wanted to make a formal deal. No, the bottom line is he's throwing. Uh, And in the one step at a time uh, for Steeler fans and for the Steelers, that was at least a step and in some ways an important step.
1: I mean, it gives you a sense that... In kind of a, a he's back moment you know if people see him now he said before he wasn't going to shave or cut the beard until he was able to throw again now here's the yeah. symbolic picture of him getting it shaved he's out there ready to go um, I, I go back to this you put the melodrama aside uh, Kevin Colburn the Pittsburgh Steelers would not have restructured his contract if they did not feel pretty confident that he was going to be able to throw the ball So uh, I'm not surprised that it's all coming in the timeline that it is Um, But, yes, it's definitely a a positive thing to look at because you don't have to look too far to to find Mason Rudolph or Doug Hodges' highlights. And with that, it's going to be tough for Ben to not live up to that standard, at least.
0: Let me put it to you this way. Mason Rudolph and Doug Hodges' highlights are less than the 38 seconds of video <laughs> that was shot.
1: <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have even used plural there. There <laughs> was that throw against the Jets where they scored 10 points. You've
0: got to like how quickly we connected the dots. Uh, okay, James Conner's talking on the Adam Schefter podcast, and he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. We know, of course, what he did in 18. He did a fabulous job in 18. He didn't quite get to 1,000 yards. He ran for 973 had a dozen touchdowns. Last year, we all know about the injuries. He only had 464 yards and four touchdowns. But he's scheduled to be a free agent, and he said, quote, it would be hard to play for another team because of how connected he is to the city of Pittsburgh. Your thoughts on hearing that?
1: I think that's what he has to say. You know, I, I think that's been the storyline. That's saying that is exactly why Schefter had him on. Um, not to diminish James Conner as an NFL running back. I yeah. think he's a good one. Um, injuries certainly are a concern, and uh, the, the declining market of the running back position suggests. Whether they want him back or not, it, it, that's going to be a Steelers' decision. They're not going to be leveraged uh, one way or another into keeping James Conner. That's why they continue to draft running backs right. uh, after they they drafted Conner in the first place. They tried to keep Le'Veon Bell. Um, nothing to this point suggests that they are set on keeping James Conner. But you know, a bargain is a bargain. And I, yeah. in my opinion, look around the NFL, uh, running backs are are part of a platoon now. It's not really. One feature back, and the Steelers were 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 and are one of the last teams to really uh, try to subscribe to that that yeah. line of thinking. And I think Connor is a good back, and he could be a very good back yeah. on ten carries a game. You know, it, it, you look at it like this: uh, it, it, in football today, uh, the spread offense version of football is about efficiency. It's about maximizing uh, your your yards per play, your your success per play. A running back with that now is leading the league at, at five and a half six yards a carry mm-hmm. on a fairly consistent basis but they're not getting the ball more than 12 13 times that's a really good game for a running back nowadays you know the, the the standard of 20 carries 100 yards and a touchdown for fantasy football purposes kind of goes by the wayside it's not the same thing uh can james connor give you that i think he can sure. I, I think he's versatile enough that he can catch passes out of the backfield, which gives them balance in the sense that you can't predict that this is what they're doing when he gets on the field. Uh, He's without question, the most complete back they have in their roster right Right. now. And, you know, if he has a really good season, I I don't see any reason why they wouldn't want to bring him back uh, outside of, you know, somebody else just, you know, maybe wanting to pay him a little bit more. And I think he's deserved, uh, you know, maximum dollars for, for his production, for his career to date. Um, Pittsburgh would want to keep him, I think, from what we've seen of him mm-hmm. now, if he can show that injuries aren't going to continue to be a concern. But they're really, unfortunately, that that's kind of his story today. So, right. um, hey, Connor's a good one. I mean, really, you know, you mentioned before last year was disappointing. Watch that Chargers game. they Their entire game plan to yep. protect the, the undrafted rookie quarterback that had to start on the road. Was let James Conner win the game, That's him, right. and he did. Yeah, and he, you, he was phenomenal in that game. That was his best game as a pro, without question. Um, and unfortunately, he got hurt. So, right, um, and that it, that it, was it, his
0: it, that was his problem last year. And let's face it, you know, he was a third round pick. I mean, has he given them value as a third round pick? No doubt. No, no absolutely. question.
1: So, Pro Bowl player, twelve touchdowns. Yeah. We didn't see Bell do that. You know, it, right. it's uh, he's he's a great story. He's a solid NFL player. I think they yeah. would like to keep him. Um, they're not going to break the bank for him. And no. frankly, you know, even feature running backs, guys that go into free agency aren't getting more than three or four a year. And I, I can't imagine Connor's going to be above that. So I wouldn't say it's impossible to retain him. It, it's just going to be a numbers game. You know, there are a lot of guys that, they're, yeah. that they've brought into that position. They're going to have to cut a draft pick this year. Um, one of the guys they've drafted over the last three years. and that That's not the easiest thing for a team to want to do, but uh, well, that's the position they put themselves in.
0: Which now brings me to the next question I was going to ask you your thoughts about Benny Snell Jalen Samuels and Anthony McFarlane McFarlane of course fourth round pick this year Snell was the fourth round pick a year ago Samuels was the fifth round pick back in back in 18 what do you think of each one of those three I mean McFarlane I'd have a better read on McFarlane than you only because I've seen him in person Uh, but what do you think of those three guys
1: I think, and and you're right, McFarland's the one I'd I'd have the least grasp on right now. But look at him in in terms of ability. I think Snell probably has the most as a three-down back. Um, Samuels, I I think, lives up to his versatile kind of uh, uh, motif. They brought him in to do that. But he's versatile until the defender's right in front of him. He doesn't have um great lateral agility he doesn't make guys miss he can catch the ball but he gains a yard after he catches it not a real potent weapon but a a, you know a a reasonable backup um snell i think can do better over 20 carries than than samuels can but i think samuels is a better receiving back yes um from what I've understood of McFarland, the little that I've seen of him, he's a home run hitter kind of guy. He's the guy that's going to make people miss here and there. Uh, it might not be all that long in the tooth in terms of running between the tackles, so also not a three-down guy. Um, I, I, looking at it just based on what we know of them today, I think it was going to be a knockdown, dragout fight through camp to determine which of them they were going to keep. But what I know is that when you add another fullback to your roster, um, you're not entirely sure what you're doing at the tight end position. The Steelers are really showing that they want to be a, a multi-dimensional, versatile offense. They're not really looking for the well-rounded guys anymore. Otherwise, you're not drafting Claypool in the second round. You're not signing Eric Ebron. These are not versatile kinds of guys. Um, for the one trick, which is really kind of what you look for, to me, I, I think that Snell and McFarlane would be the guys that you would keep along with Connor, who's the best of, of all of them, and you've got a fullback uh, and you're going to keep three tight ends along with that, maybe even find a, a, a move tight end somewhere uh, that can continue sort of an H-back thing, unless that's what you've got Watt to do, which yeah. very well could be the case. So um, they've got a lot of decisions they need to make. But for me, in order, I mean, Connor's number one. That That's, I don't think, questionable. Um, I'd probably put Snell number two, and you're not going to cut Humphreys right now. So, or right. you call it Humphreys. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, McFarland, you're going to keep him as, as your third back. For me, um, I, I just don't think Samuels brings enough uh, overall. Uh, decent, but not really exceptional at any one thing. So. Um, I don't know if it's a great backfield, but I do think they got a lot more versatile and they can plan specific things for specific opponents with that group.
0: Uh, Politics aside here, politics. every state is on its own path of reopening right now. Florida is obviously way ahead of the curve in terms of the ability of what they want to do with reopening. We'll find out what the numbers say as we go through this. Tom Brady... Uh, I think it was yesterday uh, put together a two-hour throwing session and he was out there with center Ryan Jensen He had his wideouts were Mike Evans and Scotty Miller he had uh, Cam uh, uh, Brate and OJ uh, Howard, he had, uh, Blaine Gabbert and Ryan Griffin were there Dar- uh Ogunga Wally was there as well out of Wisconsin, the running back uh, are there going to be some teams they're going to have an advantage there's no otas have advantages by what state they're in and is the nfl concerned about that
1: well um, i would say this as far as the nfl is concerned they do not have otas um i don't think the league is going to be able to crack down on things like that And i also think tom brady didn't expect to get caught even though every time he seems to wander out in, in his new home he does something that you know, gets him on the oh, news. It's it kind look, of funny the it way it he's look. racking up all this stuff. Oh, well, it's, <laughs> he that's he got what. paparazzi probably following him around now. But guess
0: what? I mean, this—you know—he is. You know, look—he's he, after all twenty years in New England. He's now at Tampa. To Tampa, this is the biggest thing that has happened to them. I know they won the Super Bowl. I got it. But getting him now, right? He—they're going to follow him around like Jordan.
1: Absolutely. And they should. They've, they've done a great job putting together a, a real nice team. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to see a lot of wins out of Tampa Bay this year. That's going to be a good team. Um, offensively, they're as deep as they're going to get. I think Tom Brady is aware of that and wants to get on the same page with all these guys as, as early as he can. I would say this. Yes, there would be an advantage if people were not allowed to cross state lines from wherever they are or right. they, you know, somehow or other the nfl ruling was that they can work out in their state but that's it um they're going you know tom brady would probably be in florida anyway ben has done this in florida he does yes. it in georgia um it, if they want to get together they can get together you know I, I i would say that whether or not they take it upon themselves to do it is you know that that's going to be all across the board of, of uh reasons why or why not but it, it, you'll see more and more teams doing this and at the same time, too. Like I said before, I don't think Tom Brady expected to get caught doing this. I, I say caught just because somebody saw him, and, right, and right. you know, it became a media thing. Um, for all we know, the Atlanta Falcons are doing this right now somewhere. You know, we don't know that they're not. So it, I, I think they they certainly have the financial means to get together. Yep. Um, you know, the highly paid quarterbacks. You know, like Ben, he, he charters a flight to, to get a bunch of guys together and you know, mm-hmm. stay at a condo somewhere. Uh, they can do that. It, I think it's just a matter of whether or not. Um, You have the leadership in place to do it and guys that are willing to follow that. And do you have, you're right. And I don't want to make it a political issue, but do you have a bunch of guys that are okay uh, getting together and doing this? You know, Uh I I can't imagine all of them necessarily want to, and that's why you don't have the entire Tampa offense out there. I'm sure Um, to some degree though, they're going to make up for what they can with the lack of OTAs because certainly the veterans like Tom Brady are smart enough to realize that your training camp is is in trouble already. If you can can even really have one, it might only be a week. It might be two weeks. Um, No preseason games at all. Um, They're going to have to do something, especially if you're new, and I think Brady recognizes that, and that's why he did what he did.
0: So you're saying that Matt Ryan wouldn't get caught because he's Matt Ryan, but you're saying Tom Brady because he's Tom Brady. Is that what you're saying? You're saying Matt Ryan is not
1: important enough. <laughs> Matt, Matt Ryan's like the most underrated player in the game. And I think it's mostly because he's just so nondescript about everything, you know. And, and maybe Brady would be the same way if he didn't, you know, have six Super Bowl rings. Yeah. Ryan only has twenty eight to three and a loss. You know, that, that's, he was winning. He, he's an MVP. He might be the best MVP that nobody really would recognize in public easily. You know, if he wore a hat, I'm not sure anybody would really pick up that that's Matt Ryan. He just doesn't have that kind of look about him, you know. And, yeah, Matt Ryan could probably do anything, maybe not in Atlanta, but if he were to go to Tennessee, I don't think anybody knows really who Matt Ryan is. There. Well, I would
0: I would compare that to John Stockton on the Dream Team. <laughs> except except John Stockton legitimately is a great player. So I'm just going to you him. Know, That's
1: true. Okay. So the real argument with Stockton is whether or not he should have been there. If they don't freeze out Isaiah Thomas, maybe that spot is you know, I'd free. I'd, but if you're putting together the real
0: team, I'd Stockton's I'd, probably I'd, the guy I'd,
1: that you'd want behind Magic more than Isaiah. I'd, That's I'd, just me.
0: If I'm putting a team together, a team, yeah, exactly. I want John Stockton.
1: If, if Magic is my point guard, Magic is the guy he's not going to come off the court all that much. But if yeah. he has to, yeah. I'm okay with Stockton being out there to, to distribute the ball to, putting, to play defense and not yeah. screening. I'm, I'm putting the, Isaiah yeah. isn't the same kind of guy. You know that that's both great players. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. you don't need Isaiah in there if Magic goes down. Right. You probably want Stockton and, and shift what you're doing. All right, I digress.
0: Yes, we digress. We've talked about haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about workouts and also Gosh, it's
1: like, it's the br- like it's late May.
0: It's like the br- and also the brilliance of your undercover camera work.
1: <laughs> just bringing it all, <laughs> bringing all these completely pointless talents.
0: Neil, as always, my friend, complete pleasure.
1: Definitely, it's been fun as always, and thanks for having me. We'll talk to you guys later.
0: <laughs> Neil cool Long. All right, final half hour coming up. Great to have you with us today on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by SunburyMotors.com. Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And now you can go to sunburymotors.com. You can buy at sunburymotors.com. Indeed, get the process going. You go online, you can find exactly the car that fits you. It could be a brand-new Ford, a brand-new Lincoln, brand-new Kia, brand-new Hyundai, or outstanding pre-owned inventory. Go online, check it out, and you can get the process going from the comfort of your own living room. All at sunburymotors.com. We played during our play-by-play call of the day. Marv Albert's call during the infamous flu game, which now has been revealed by the Jordan camp as food poisoning from a pizza. But here's the problem. Unlike Jerry Krause, who has passed away three years and did not get a chance to sit down and tell his side of the story, now he may not have wanted to. Well, the pizza thing has a little problem here. During the Last Dance documentary, Jordan finally addressed the issue, and he and his trainer, Ch- Tim Grover, claimed that Jordan's sickness was indeed the result of food poisoning from bad pizza. Jordan got hungry in the Team Hotel prior to Game 5. Only one place in uh, Salt Lake City was open at that hour. He ordered a pizza from that place. Pizza was delivered by five men, which is strange, but then Jordan proceeded to eat the entire pizza.
1: See, that was the thing. If you have five people delivering one pizza, shouldn't that raise an eyebrow?
0: Well, Jordan's entourage clearly (laughs) believes the pizza... Uh, place may have tinkered with the pizza well here's the problem unlike jerry kraus craig fight is still alive he is the assistant manager of a pizza hut in park city just outside of salt lake city he claims to be the person who made the pizza and delivered it to jordan's room During an appearance on the big show on 1280 The Zone in Salt Lake City, Fight said the famed flu game pizza was not tainted with in any way. He also denied that five people delivered it to Jordan's room. His exact quote was this. The crap story the guy said that there was five people. Well, guess what? There were two of us. And I didn't even have that many people working at the store at the time. There were just two of us. I followed all the rules. At the time, I was trying to impress the store manager there. I remember saying this. I will make the pizza because I don't want any of you doing anything to it. And then I told the driver, you're going to take me there. Well, he claims he didn't tinker with it. The pizza was obviously a memorable one for fight. And he remembers exactly what kind it was 20 years later. It was a thin crust pepperoni pizza fight, said. It's tough to get food poisoning off a pizza unless, of course, you add something to it. But that didn't happen because sure as heck it didn't leave my hands. Though he lived in Utah, Fight said he was actually a Bulls fan and he respected Jordan so much that he even named his son after him and thus wouldn't do anything to potentially hurt Chicago's chances. He is certain the pizza had nothing to do with Jordan's illness. Now, again, the problem is you've got the little guy who actually did it standing up for himself versus the big people who are saying that, uh, you know, people are, oh, yeah, I saw it, you know, and this guy says, uh, no. He deserves his day to defend himself. All right. Uh, We talked about baseball. And here are the cities in the country where baseball is played. And these are the coronavirus cases per 100,000. The Diamondbacks play in Maricopa County, 161 cases per 100,000. Braves, Cobb County, 317 cases per 100,000. The Orioles play in the city of Baltimore, 630 cases per 100,000. The Red Sox in Suffolk County, 2,050 cases per 100,000. Cubs and White Sox are both in Cook County, 1,208 cases per 100,000. The Reds in Hamilton County, 250 cases per 100,000. The Indians in Cuyahoga County, 269 cases per 100,000. The Rockies play in Denver County, 640 cases per 100,000. The Tigers play in Wayne County. 1,090 cases per 100,000. Astros in Harris County, 194 cases per 100,000. Kansas City Royals in Jackson County, 191 cases per 100,000. The Angels play in Orange County, 138 cases per 100,000. Some of these numbers I think are surprising you, aren't they? That's Southern California. It's 138 cases per 100,000. The Dodgers play in Los Angeles County, as we mentioned earlier. 378 cases per 100,000. Miami. The Marlins play in Dade County, 576 cases per 100,000. Brewers, Milwaukee County, 523 per 100,000. Twins play in Henneman County, 407 cases per 100,000. The A's play in Alameda County. 143 cases per 100,000. The Pirates play in Allegheny County. 132 cases per 100,000. Which, by the way, is equal to their average attendance. I'm just kidding. Uh, San Diego County where the Padres play one hundred seventy five for one hundred thousand. This is really interesting when you're looking at this. Uh, the Giants play in San Francisco county two hundred thirty three per one hundred thousand. Mariners King County in Washington State, 332 per 100,000. Cardinals playing the city of St. Louis, 523 per 100,000. Let's go back down to Florida. How
1: about the Marlins?
0: I already did the Marlins. The Marlins are 576. (laughs) Okay? Which is actually above their average attendance. Uh, Tampa Bay, Pinellas County. 105 per 100,000.
1: That's above their attendance, too.
0: <laughs> yes, it is, and they're a good team. <laughs> That's the funny thing about Tampa Bay. They're actually pretty good.
1: I'm sorry. This is too easy for me.
0: Texas Rangers in Tarrant County, 207 per 100,000. Right now let's get to the the, the big ones here. And I deliberately saved them to last. The Nationals play in District of Columbia, 1,009 per 100,000, okay? 1,009 per 100,000, which is slightly above 1%, right? Philadelphia, Philadelphia County, 1,019 per 100,000. Let's see. I think I did Detroit. I did the Red Sox. I did the Cubs White Sox. Okay, so that leaves two. That leaves the Mets and the Yankees. The Mets are actually in Queens County. Right. 2624 per 100,000. And the Yankees of course are in Bronx County, which is 3034 per 100,000. So to see but that's what's interesting if you look at that again these are the positive cases right and this is per 100,000 so Boston's 2%, Chicago is 1.2%, Detroit's 1.1%, Mets Queens County 2.6% Bronx County, 3%. Philadelphia, slightly above 1%. Washington, slightly above 1%. I'm just reading the numbers, people. You can interpret however you want to, uh, however you wish. But that that's part, by the way, that's part of the Major League Baseball plan. They wanted to put this out there. Uh, The average age of a major leaguer last year was 28. Uh, Pro athletes are at extremely low risk for the virus, but are the demographic most likely to be asymptomatic carriers, said Will Humble, former health director for the state of Arizona. Max Scherzer, who's 35, told ESPN... What he's most concerned about is quite simply the vulnerability of coaches and athletic trainers. One thing, coaches are older. Dusty Baker, by the way, is the oldest manager in baseball. He's 70. Eight of the umpires and seven of the managers are 60 years of age or older. As of this week, umpires had not been given a set of – Proposed safety protocols for them According to a source close to the umpires Players with type 1 diabetes Dodgers reliever Scott Alexander Braves outfielder Adam Duvall And of course I would know this one Because we all knew Jordan Hicks Who played for the State College Spikes Cardinals reliever Jordan is, uh, is type 1 uh, Carlos Carrasco and Kenley Jansen both had heart surgery and David Dahl of the Rockies had his spleen removed five years ago so I mean you're talking about players who um, would be in that higher risk category keeping stadiums and other areas sterile will be a perpetual ordeal it will involve perimeter security, to keep fans away, both at the ballparks and hotels where autograph seekers often congregate. See, so again, this is again for the Marlins. This is no issue. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Can't you have some fun in life, people? No, but it's right? true. For-
1: <laughs> Anywhere down south, it's pretty much true. I'm sorry, now, Southeast. By the way,
0: right. By the way, by the way, okay, a couple things. Number one, the KBO so far has gone along with no issues. German soccer has started with, so far, no issues. Now let's take you to Taiwan. Taiwan began playing baseball April 12th. No fans. Guess what? They're now allowing fans in. They're all spread out. But now they're limiting the number of fans that are going to games in Taiwan now. Sunflower seeds are banned in the dugouts, which, by the way, they would be for Major League Baseball. In Taiwan, player temperatures are checked twice daily. The baseball rituals will be a bit different, too. There will be no exchange of lineup cards. Managers will wear masks. And no dust ups during the game. All baseballs used for pregame warm ups and warm ups between innings will be discarded or disinfected prior to being used again according to Major League Baseball. So they you know, just some thoughts that they have going forward. These you know, these are little things that they're putting out there right now so everybody knows what the thought process is as the negotiations continue. All right, back with more in a moment. Uh, News Radio 1070 WKOK brought to you by Sunbury Motors. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Murth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide Provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you: the other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Subray Motors Company in the North Fourth Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury and at Motors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying. Find more customers for over 100 years. Great to have you with us on the show today. As we uh, keep going. Uh, So we've at least been going through what the Major League Baseball proposal is. Um, It's interesting. It is interesting. Uh, I mean, they've had to be very, very, very detailed in all this. I I don't think they have any choice. They've had to be very detailed in all this. and uh, the more detailed they are I think the better chance they have of getting this approved by the players now the question is going to be how they feel about the 50-50 split in revenue because the 50-50 split in revenue is going to mean less money in the end for uh players now the owners are going to claim that um, the owners are going to claim that they're losing so much money they can't keep going like this okay You know, it's they they claim they're losing six hundred and forty thousand dollars a game. That's gonna be that that's gonna be interesting. Today's show has been brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf.